0: My name is Jose Vizquerra, I am president and CEO for O3 Mining. We are listed in the Toronto Stock Exchange under OIII and in the United States under OIIIF. We are a development company with 2.3 million ounces in Quebec, with already a preliminary economic assessment with $423 million at $1,450 per ounce. With a market cap of around hundred and thirty million dollars. Thank you. Jose, good to see you here. Thanks yes. for uh, you in, you're in <laughs>
1: London. But well, you're not in we're, we're, we're London. We're alive.
0: We made it. <laughs>
1: the market the markets aren't <laughs> that bad. We're uh-huh. here, we're alive, yeah. But you're also bouncing around Europe. You've you've been Austria, Spain, you're off to Germany next and, and, and here. Doing
0: what? Who are you talking to? Well we have been doing marketing. Yeah. Uh, in the moments we have learned that in moments when the markets are destroyed or the precise moment where you have to talk about what you are doing. Yeah. So we have been talking to different people from the real estate business, We have been now. we are now in the one-to-one conference. We're going then to Madrid to talk to infrastructure people, uh, which is a place where there's still money, and then back into Frankfurt for another mining conference. Right. So uh, I believe that this is the moment to start talking about our industry and what we do. Uh, because this is a precise moment where you can make sure that people can make money, yep. and if they can make money, they'll continue supporting you for uh, for much longer. No, I agree with that I, 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 I first learned that when I was working for a Japanese company.
1: said, so you know, the, the the time to spend and market is in the time of a recession, because when it ends, you'll be the only man standing. Yeah. There's the philosophy from them, uh, which worked out to be true for them um, as their competition struggled. Let's, let's let's talk about the market at the moment, obviously, you know, divergence between metal prices, gold, uh, equity prices at the moment, it makes things difficult unless you've
0: got cash. Absolutely. And, and I think that explains what has happened now. As uh, soon as the crisis has begun, people were either having margin calls or were deciding that they prefer to have the money in cash, so assuming that this was not the bottom, yeah. they could take a better win by waiting and then buying it again. Uh, I, I'm not an expert, so I don't know if this is the bottom, if there is another bottom, yeah. uh, but certainly it's a moment of, uh, of uncertainty. And whomever has cash will be able to take advantage of the next wave, I mean, right. that's precisely.
1: And that, we're talking in the context of investors trying to work out what the bottom is, and you're, yeah. you're, you're a brave or super intelligent person to be able to do that. Same applies for companies, doesn't it? If you're sitting on cash, you got
0: some options in front of you? Well, I mean absolutely. I mean this is a moment to to be calm, uh, first of all, mm-hmm. uh, second of all, to be very strategic yeah. on analyzing what are the different options that, that we have. Right. And, uh, and thirdly, it, it allows you to move thoughtfully. Because when you don't have cash, then you get all, 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 all distracted and you have to do something and then you have to go and, you know, yeah. and, 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 and take that in a moment that you should not take that. I th- I think we have been demonstrating to our investors that we have been doing precisely what we told them from mm-hmm. the very, very beginning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We were going to divest properties and put them into the right places. Yeah. Meanwhile, we were going to be advancing our own projects and being very um, disciplined right. with our cash. And we have been doing that. I mean, this is a moment where we have not to get crazy when putting very big, large programs, but rather to relocate them in areas where we generate the most amount of fundamental value, waiting until the market turns around, do what we told everyone, get our fees ready, Unless, of course, any other strategic situation happens. But mm-hmm. as of right now, is to get the facility ready by September. Meanwhile, we were able to divest uh, one of our properties to Cartier. Yeah. And Nico Eagle has put the stamp, I believe, uh, in my in my world, in my red, uh, of, I believe in this project, putting the pro rider into the- uh, well, Let's talk about right that now. deal because you,
1: you, 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 you've done i I've read about a um there, you also made acquisitions. So, let, let's look, talk about the Cartier deal, right? Mm-hmm. As you say, Agnico was a meaningful uh, shareholder and has followed the money and mm-hmm. they continue to be a meaningful shareholder. Why would they do that and
0: why have you done that deal? Well, it was very simple. Uh, Cartier had two million ounces in a very restricted area, mm-hmm. and we had all the areas surrounding. Yeah. So we had two options. Either be a pain in the head for them and say, listen, eventually have to come and buy this, or we can be just Kind of facilitating this, yeah. Understanding that our property with their property is worth more, so it's one plus one equals three, rather than yeah. thinking too much on what, what is the perfect deal. There is never perfect deals, mm. but this property now all together will allow Cartier to show that they don't have two million ounces, but maybe that they have five million ounces. Mm. By that, we have now a position there, uh, which is a very meaningful position. So, what you, you're you're sort of just
1: under twenty percent, yeah. Uh, uh, of that um, mm-hmm. now, so of that two million ounces and whatever they grow that to be. So that was so was that was that cash shares there? On, what was the construction of
0: that? only cash, right? Okay, okay. Sorry, only, only shares, only the shares, only share shares, of, yeah.
1: right? Okay. Like Nico e- Eagle is the, the the kind of big eight hundred pound gorilla in the in, in the dust right. They have yeah. needs. Same. well, in, in the next few years, right? That affects not just the Cartier deal, but also your projects, right? Mm-hmm. So is, d- does that allow you to get closer to Agnico in, in, in some way by doing this Cartier deal? Was that the thinking or was it just about, no, it's, let's look at the asset. We think there's some of the parts.
0: Well, I, I, think, I think we have to go on, on, on that in a very methodical way way. So right. who, who is Agnico for, for yeah. shareholders and yeah. I'm sure they already know your, yeah. your, the people that view you. But mm-hmm. Agnico is the most important right now gold company or one of the top five in mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, they have always been nurturing in Quebec yeah. and they have been very open on saying that their focus is in stable jurisdictions, one of them being Canada. and the amount of work that they have been putting into doing deals and exploration in Canada is meaningful in every single conversation. Agnico keeps talking about Canada. And we were actually very surprised that Agnico was not doing much in Valdor, an area where they invested only maybe 10 years ago Mm -hmm. over $2 billion to buy the Canadian Monarchic mine, Mm -hmm. an area where they have invested hundreds of millions of dollars in their East Gold deposit, where they have been extremely successful finding over 14 million ounces. yeah, And an area where they control everything right now yeah. minus three things, Cartier, Probe, and O3Mine. Okay.
1: Strategic. Right. Okay. So, you're on their radar. That's Everyone is right? Yeah, and um, so, so I'm just intrigued by this because mm-hmm. it's like if, if we kind of lay things out in terms of what you've got today, you uh, plus what you have into 20% of whatever Cartier has mm-hmm. or en- ends up with. You've also
0: got uh, investments elsewhere, haven't you? Um, where you you have meaningful stakes. Yes, we sold uh, our Ontario property to a company called Monita Gold. Yeah, they doing quite well. The they limits. did very well. I mean, that was precisely the the idea. We, we knew that our property was bounded by Monita. We yeah. knew that the mineralization went to their side. We yeah. never drilled to show them that. Yeah. But we convinced them that we should put them all together. Yeah, And then we took 30% of that company called Monita. Monita yeah. has drilled. When we started, we had 5 million ounces. They have recently put out their press, a press release with their new resource. They have yeah. 10 million ounces now. Well, okay. And now we have 30% of that. We sold that at, I think, it was See, got, something million dollars.
1: You've you got 3 million ounces there. Yeah. You've got 400,000 ounces at Cartier. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you've got your own, where, where are you at? 2.3? Two, two, but the, but that?
0: that is only measuring indicated. That, right. that, that is like the highest category. Right. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. pre fees level.
1: No? Okay. It's starting to add up here. Whether you look at yeah. announcers' terms or, or cash terms, um, what, are they? what are they?
0: About 230 million, did you say? We bought, we sold to Monita for 40 million. Yeah. And right now, it's worth around 65. Oh, you, right. You're 40,
1: 60, stuff. Okay. Okay. So whatever way you look at it. The, but isn't that kind of like the, the problem for people to understand is like you've got all of these moving parts, right? In mm-hmm. terms of um, whether, whether it's cash or equities mm-hmm. here sitting at the site, which I'm not even sure you're
0: getting value for. No, not Very frankly. Your asset is- oh, it's one or the other, no? Either either I'm getting a a value only for the assets and the cash, and that's why I'm worth $130 million, because we have $100 million in cash and equivalents, which are the shares, and we're worth $130. they yeah. are actually valuing me for Marban, saying, okay, Marban is worth yeah. $30 million based on your 2.3 million ounces, yeah. your cash and your equivalents, I assume that because you're an exploration company, you're going to be spending, spending money and therefore money, right? that money doesn't that's exist. That's why I find it like that
1: because they assume you're going to spend it. So, in the case of whether or not you can create a creative growth with that, is $1 worth $1 or $0 or is it worth $5? That's, the,
0: that's what they're trying to figure out. But I think the important thing to understand here is that once you have the pre fees that should get out of the equation why do i say that because once you have the pre fees you need a bridge to the fees yeah. which is 10 15 million dollars you can even get a private equity to give you that mm-hmm. and to get them involved in the development of the project
1: mm-hmm.
0: at that moment is game over for anyone that wants to do anything to you if they want to take over you because then you have other opportunities yeah 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 so to for us like if looking to our investors, like, there is no better moment in terms of minimizing the risk and maximizing the value than right now moving from the PEA to the pre-fees. Because once the pre-fees is done, you, you, you right, have it pretty much sorted Right.
1: But most people go through the, pre, the pre-fees stage and that pretty much confirms the numbers they put out in the PEA. Yeah. Are you, would you be happy? doing that, it's just oh, we're going to confirm with a little bit more certainty, um, yeah, the PEA was broadly correct. Or would you say, we need to kind of step up with the, with the drilling between now and then, get that into the pre-fees, increase the scale of, of, of what we have, what we control, not what we own elsewhere, what mm-hmm. other people are working on. Um, what do you hope to be able to present to the market with a prefix in terms of moving the story and evolving sort So of thinking?
0: There, there's a couple of things that we have to understand from the PEA to a prefix. Yeah. The first thing to understand that the the PEA is always a 50-50. And it's a 50-50 even on the engineer side. I mean, am I really sure no, 50%? 50% is enough to go with, with yeah, the value. Yeah. So things change quite a bit when you go to a prefix. The first change, is the resource? If you need, you cannot do a pre fees without having everything in measure and indicated. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have much, but we have converted everything now to measure indicated. Now we have two point three million ounces there. The next part is, what price of gold you used yeah. at at the pre at PA what are using the pre fees? It may work in your favor, may may not work in your favor. In mm-hmm. our case we used $1,450 per ounce, now we're gonna be using $1,600 per ounce. Okay. Uh, that hedges, in a sense, what has happened in terms of inflation. Some right. of the costs exactly. that we had in yeah. here are gonna be much higher here. Yeah. Now, we've also learned some things from our competitors. We decided to do a PEA showing the least amount of investment mm-hmm. to have the most amount of IRR, mm-hmm. that was the, the metrics. We were not focusing much on the amount of ounces we were going to produce. Right. After seeing what happened in the market, only the companies have shown over 150,000 ounces per year has been gotten yeah. uh, the award, put it that way, yeah. or, or has been treated better. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do, we are going to do, because it's always a team, we're going to work on how can we get into 150000 okay. If that means that we have a higher capex, set so If that means that our IR is a little bit less, yeah. But as long as we can maintain the net present value, yeah. then we're going to be OK. Because now we're showing what the market wants to see Maybe they don't care much about the other things. And we move more on that direction, because then we're showing that this is a much larger project, that it has the scale to be uh, even even brought to, to, mm-hmm. um, to the next stage, meaning by that, that we can move from 150 to 200 if that comes as an opportunity. And more importantly, um, I think that on top of that, what we need to continue to do is to show our investors that Marban is not a restricted project by any chance, mm-hmm. but although Marvin has been drilled extensively, there is plenty of opportunities for exploration at Marban. The first one, and the more, most obvious one, is, is, is a depth. We were, because we are very diligent and disciplined with our cash, we, we didn't want to get crazy and just go and drill a depth. Mm-hmm. We were drilling a little bit just to show that it exists, but not to go for resources. Of course, that doesn't pay immediately, it will pay us in time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If we go and start drilling at depth, we'll start coming up with houses very fast. It's interesting that the market is now moving away from that.
1: It used to be that 100,000 ounce a year producer was, you've made it, yeah. we're, we're, we're now being, noted. 150, I agree with you. I'm glad, glad you said that, because that's that's what we're seeing out there. Because the, the, the big guys are looking for real projects with real, real scale to make a difference. Um, you're sitting on a big, land package and yeah you're right there's lots of opportunity there but if i, if I come back to the what the what the retail market mm-hmm. needs to see right because it's a difficult time a difficult narrative um and you know people are hoarding cash because they want to you know as you say work out well how do, how do they play this market as far as the retail market concerned do you think that your pfs is going to be enough to move the dial for them or are you talking to Industry? Are you talking to institutions?
0: Do you know what I mean? You got to get the balance right. You know what? At, at the very end, I think that when a project is good enough in the different areas, it hits all of them at the same time. Okay. You know, I. If, if you have a great discovery, it doesn't matter if you're retail, if you are a corporate, or if you are a big fund. You're going to buy it. Yeah. Uh, we have seen that with Osisco Mining. With uh, we have seen that with Red Bear. We have seen that. Sorry, Great Bear. We we have seen that with many companies. Mm. So I think if we can show the market that we we could be producing one hundred and fifty thousand ounces, that we could be getting uh a net present value very close to what was a PA because the the problem with the PAs is that I mean some PAs come from PA to pre-fees at half. Mm. You know, as long as you go within the ranges, but well, it, it may be a little bit less. I don't know. Right. But as long as we can show the 150,000 ounces and show that these project, let, let, let's play numbers. We have right now $423 million PA. Our market cap is $130 million. If I end up with a PA that is 350, it doesn't matter. It's three times where we are today. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and on top of that, and, and, and on top of that to me the most important thing is not that. The market needs to understand that market is not three million ounces, it's five. And then it's ten. And, and and that is the part that we need to keep working on. And that's the difficult part now, because when the markets are very low, yeah. you cannot be so aggressive with the expiration. We have to have, find that in on that. Exactly. Because there's, there's a
1: little bit, you know, the market is holding a little bit of cash back, do you as an organization do that? Because I, he, the, here's one of the big problems I think retail have had with this story, and, and uh, similar stories, big, big stories, where it's 2026, it's so far away, can't compute, I need instant gratification, I need it now. You haven't been able to deliver that, but here we are halfway through 2022.
0: Yeah, time is flying. Uh, right. I've been saying this since twenty twenty since twenty twenty, and uh, but it's a bit easier. in uh,
1: <laughs> It's easier to understand now. halfway yeah. through twenty twenty two that awesome. would have been in twenty twenty, right? Yes. So, I think there's a little bit of that uh, in the mix there. And so, if we if we um, just take a look at the cash in mm-hmm. terms of you know that that point of like, do you spend quicker? Do you just stick to the plan? Do you perhaps just do things a little bit different? Because you've know you you've been offloading a couple of things, buying a couple of things, you're sort of tidying up mm-hmm. the, the land packages and the partnerships. What, 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 has your approach changed at all because of what's happened this year? A little bit.
0: Um, I think not, not in general, because our, our focus has always been divest when it's not working, focus in Marban, and let's make sure that we show a discovery. Mm -hmm. In that sense, we were doing a very big program of 150,000 meters where pretty much half was going to Marban, half was going to our other property, Alpha. Mm -hmm. With this situation, I mean, what am I going to do? Keep trying to have a discovery at Alpha, or move everything into Marban and the surroundings, Mm -hmm. making that project. The one that will show from three million ounces to five, maybe to ten. Mm. You know, leaving aside the fact that you could have a discovery. Well, I mean I have given the time to our team to find a discovery for two years. We've been able to find here and there, but nothing really major. So now everything goes back to Marvin and that's a way to focus in where we believe we could add the most amount of value and add in fundamental value
1: is one of the options on the table with the cash that you got or, or, or equities that, that you, you could dispose mm-hmm. of. Is the, is the smart thing to, one obviously, um, well, you've got to choose whether you want to sell equities at the, at, in, in this market, but with the cash you've got available, a lot of cash-strapped companies, a lot of opportunities out there mm-hmm. to do a job for Agnika Eagle in the way that you wrap up the district, if this is precious to them. It's difficult for them to operate, sort of down at, the, at lower levels. But create create a sort of portfolio of your own to make yourself more attractive for
0: possible future investment. Well, I think we really did. Uh, if you We've remember, done we one. Well. If, if, if you remember about that, mm-hmm. uh, in the case of, uh, of Alexandria, it was a property that Nico was interested. Yeah. And uh, we normally bought it, but we have invested quite quite a substantial amount of money. Yeah. So, I mean, that is uh, that is something that that was of interest that I'm sure was of interest for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bought Harricana, which was in the middle, uh, mm-hmm. where there is the Cisco mine around it as well, and, uh, and then we recently bought another property. So we're always into this mode of buying things that are part of the main trend mm-hmm. with. The case of Cartier, although it was a very good acquisition, which we did it from Chalice, mm-hmm. we do believe that under Cartier makes more sense than okay. under us. Okay. But we will continue like that if, if if tomorrow we have the opportunity to buy something else, we will. You yeah, you've got a board seat or two board seats at Cartier
1: now? One. One board seat, okay, right. Okay. So you you know what's going on there? Yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, but but regardless, like even if I didn't have any board seats, I mean, I, I think we have built a relationship with uh, with Philippe Potier that it is uh, it's, it's a relationship of trust, which really I I don't need it to have a board seat.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Was actually more proposed by them saying hey maybe maybe Mirza can help us on environment and sustainability. Like we believe that she's someone that can add value here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like yeah sure we want to have her. I'm happy to. Yeah, I thought, we, we, we spoke to her,
1: actually. Um, that was yeah. a good, good, good conversation. I mean, really big conversation. Um, and we've had a few cents Because we, we've been... We get a little pushback on ESG yeah. right, by retail, like, they no, are unsure of it, it's a, it's a cost, it's a distraction, it t- takes too much time, and all of those sorts of things. Um, and we've spoken to series of very large companies, and they're saying, you don't get anywhere if you don't do those yeah. things. Um, and was I think it was specifically to do with some large copper companies which so said we couldn't operate in country if we didn't do this. So, and I enjoyed, enjoyed the conversation. Um so and just just sticking on the on the on the on the Cartier thing, obviously um you good team, good good CEO, good, good guy, um, know what they're doing. Um do you, is there going to be more swapping of information between the, sort of the, the management teams of, of both companies in terms
0: of just, just trying to work out what's going on? But we, we, Remember, we do it all the time. And maybe, yeah. maybe it is because our, we, we are in a large district and people forget about things of the history. But yeah. I mean, we have pretty much bi-monthly meetings with Probe. Because we right. are a joint venture with Pro. Yeah. We have the Sleepy Project. Okay. Where we still have like I think it's forty-five percent or forty percent of the of the asset that keep finding ore. Like we have forty percent of that.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's in the same Right. That's what rate. I mean. So technically and then you know, in we have other? Cartier with whom we we will we we are meeting constantly. Mm. Um, inside our own Asset in uh, in uh, in Alpha, we have Golden Valley, which has just been sold to uh, to, to an old royalty company, and uh, and and we meet with them uh, also very 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 frequent. No, not not very frequent, but but we keep in touch and we communicate.
1: Right. I want to talk about them? The, come back to the market, mm-hmm. sort of, in the sense that the technology space is seeing a lot of investors get. You know, badly burnt from sort of November of last year. Through the, the tech space has seen, you know, a lot of damage done. Um, I think that obviously Bitcoin is hurting a little bit at the moment, down 50% or, or so, and cryptocurrencies more broadly. Um, people are realizing you know, perhaps it's, it's, it's not all it's been made out to be or painted to be. How does a company like you? go and attract people like that, given they don't understand the vocabulary or the words that you use, um, or what indeed the opportunity is. How, how do you explain that to that audience? So if I said, right, right now I've got 10,000 people who've just joined us from the tech space,
0: trying to work out where to place their money. I mean, what are they, what's, what's important for them to know? I think the easiest way to explain where we are is that you have an asset. That is worth right now at the very least three times what it's worth and if you believe in Warren Buffett he he always says buy buy, buy, buy something well you have a PA you will have a pre fees and you will have a fees but it the the important thing is how much is worth and at what price are you going to pay it Mm -hmm. so that's what you always want to do. So if someone tells me, yeah, but what, should I buy you or should I buy this tech stock? Because I would tell them, well, do you want to have a 3X or you want to have a 20X? If you want to have a 100X, I'm not 100X. Now, what is your risk here? Mm. Yeah, I'm telling you, here you have risk of pretty much zero because we have $100 million in cash. And you have the opportunity within a year of being three x within two years of being five x. Very simple. You buy, you wait. If you are not disciplined and you sell, you lose.
1: I think that's the story of the moment. Quite frankly, <laughs> good to see you again. Uh, great, great to uh, hear the story progressing and the, how you're piecing it together. Like Truly really fascinating. Truly really fascinating.